you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. All right, we're live. We are live. <laughs> Let's do this. We're here. What are you guys up to? Oh, man. The dog days of winter, is that such a thing? I guess so. Oh, Seasonal so depression. Yeah, Cold. <laughs> yeah. Been trying to avoid it by heading south. Within the last couple of months, I've been to Nashville and Tampa. Well, That's actually, all of just in January, I went down there. I was like, nice. I can't be around the cold anymore. <laughs> that's this a good sucks. call. Yeah, that's a good call. Except this past weekend was nice. It, it was. was. And then I mean, the right? cold snap just, Boom. man, hit us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's also the the other end of that. You go down south, hang out with family in Florida or whatever, and then you come back. You're like, whoa, what's what, why am I coming yeah, back? Yeah, it here? sucks that much more <laughs> yeah. when you get back yeah. because you weren't you're not used to it. Yeah. Yeah, for well, real. I guess I better some, open uh, a <coughs> drink. Might as well have there an we adult have beverage. It. Yeah, it's what one thirty, five right. o'clock somewhere, like somewhere. we were saying. <laughs> one thirty is good enough. <laughs> I'm not really sure how people podcast without drinking it does take the edge off doesn't it yeah like i've seen yours yeah your new one what's it called oh where's the line where's the line yeah a little sports betting show we got going on and uh and if you guys are drinking you're not you're not uh you're not advertising <laughs> We're not av- uh yeah there might be a little uh something to that but uh yeah you notice we do have cups in front of us yeah so oh okay i get it i, get I figured it. what yep. was going on there okay I think last episode we were using farm focused cups. There you so go. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about. So uh, we we do have a guest today. Uh, one of the things I thought we'd do, I thought would be kind of a cool cool topic and a little fun, would be to talk about how uh, this gentleman came up and just kind of small business entrepreneurship. Um, you know, finding your way, getting into kind of your own thing. Uh, so, Corey Jones, what's up, man? Not much. Been pretty, like I said, been pretty busy here these last last couple months. Um, about, well, the last week of December, went out to Rabbit Ears, Colorado, doing some, first of all, videographer, by the way, for folks that don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, we'll <laughs> videographer, yeah. content creator. So yep. um, I uh, was out in Rabbit Ears, Colorado with RPM Power Sports um, on snowmobiles filming for their new product line that they got coming out. Came back, did a big New Year's event downtown Omaha, left, went to Nashville, came back, did another event, left, went to Tampa Bay for a few days, came back and did two more um, events in Omaha. So within the last couple months, if you wanted to know what day of the week it is, I wasn't your guy. (laughs) I had no idea. I really, if it was Monday, if it was Friday, I had no idea. So now days just kind of blend together anymore. Yeah. Corey Jones of CoreyJonesProductions.com. What do you mean when you say, I did a New Year's Eve event, or I did a party, or a high rollers, you know, stakeholders type of, like, what, is, what does that mean? So, I go to these events, and I'm hired on to make recap after videos for the parties. Go up there, get shots of people having fun, drinking, the DJs, you know, whoever. Right, like like Kim Kardashian, like, oh, look, she did have a good time, now look at her again. You yeah. know, this was the party she did go to, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, those Basically, videos I'm are everywhere. I'm Kim the whole time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, Kanye's out of the picture. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, now they're just, uh, just basically after movies of what's going on to recap the event in, in hopes of getting more people next year. So, of course. Oh, okay. So I was pretty excited to do the New Year's event. It's called To the Nines in Omaha. I actually went two years ago, and uh, I mean, when it's, they call it To the Nines because it's suit, dresses, the whole thing. Right. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So being able to be asked back to work the event was pretty cool. So, nice. Well, so that that with those particular events like you're talking about, that's the whole point is to just create some buzz to try to make it bigger the following year yep, is yep. what they're hiring you for. Get a bigger following because everything, I hear it from clients all the time, everybody wants video. Video yeah, is the big right. thing. That's yeah. what people like to see, whether it's a 10-second TikTok or a 15-minute YouTube video. People Dude. just love videos. So yeah. Vlogs are killing blogs. I mean, just like, you know, that's uh, in, television killed the radio star, 
You know, I feel it's the same way. Yeah. So vlogs is actually something that I've just recently trying to get into. Um, they're just a lot of fun to make. I did it right. out in rabbit ears where I was just kind of filming myself talking and doing whatever mixed in with some cool compilations with the music and, and got a pretty good reaction out of it. So I want to keep doing that one for sure. What, what, how would you guys define a vlog? Because technically, I mean, I hear that term thrown around a lot. And I don't know technically if <laughs> I really even know what it is. Video blog. Yeah, I know. But I, I understand how it came <laughs> together. But, and and it's, a, it's a stupid thing for me to uh, say because there's a lot of people, you know, on the website that we run that are hey, vloggers. But yeah. if you but don't know, you don't know. What is it really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just with that, it's you know all the cool aspects of taking a video edited to cool music, but then you personally come in and tell the story. Tell the story, you, sure. Yeah. You know, like you're and tell it like we're sitting here. I'm talking to you guys. You talk to the audience through the camera that way, and it just helps people connect with you a lot better. And you know, it's anybody can go out there and work their ass off to put out a cool video with all the transitions and colors and stuff. But, you know, once people, what people really, really like is connecting with the person. Sure, so. yeah. Right. So the vlog is, it, it's going to include like some kind of uh, dialogue. Yes. Di information. Dialogue totally, yeah. in it, you know, yeah. describe the set and setting, what we're yeah, doing sure. and yep. why we're doing it. Yep. So the difference between that and just a YouTube video to me then is adding that music content. Yeah. Because YouTube is normally someone holding the camera, right? Just yeah. Talking, well, I think a lot. I think a lot of day. like YouTube creators would would consider what they're doing a vlog. Okay, I would too. I but it was interesting when you said adding some music or like. Yeah, and it does. You don't have to do that either. Okay. I do because it just adds some more. Yeah. Pizzazz to it, I guess. But uh, I mean, there's people out there that vlog and they literally do nothing but hold the camera up like this for ten minutes and talk to it. Right. Yeah. So. And which sounds like. What? But then you'll see, like, people eat it up. They watch the whole thing. Yeah. 100%. So yeah. to me, that's... You don't yeah. need You that. can make it your yeah. own. Okay. Uh, I like it. You know, in our other... My other world, you know, with Chasing the Dream TV, our, our outdoor hunting show, Garrett wanted to get more into vlogging, our main producer and co-owner. And he... So he launched a series, a vlog series, uh, from start to finish, talking about putting out deer mineral and deer feed and the why you should do it, where you should do it, and how much. And... I mean, that took off like wildfire, and of course the sponsors loved it because it was explaining their products and the correct way to use them uh, to get the most out of them. So uh, I, I I wasn't sold on it at the beginning, okay, you know. Um, but the more you watched it, and then the following that we started to see, I'm like, okay, there might be something to to this vlog thing because yeah, people don't, I don't whatever it is. I feel like people would rather spend five minutes watching somebody talk about something than reading it on an old school oh, blog. for sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to read? Oh, <laughs> what is that? What is a <laughs> book or a magazine? Oh, wow. what, were, what are those things? How yeah. do you say that? Magaz <laughs> magazine. That's what, uh, w one of the reasons why I was pretty excited to have this conversation because video, you know, as you touched on in the beginning, Corey is super hot right now. Mm -hmm. That's what everybody wants to do. Um, so I'm excited to learn about that. And then also just the whole um, evolution of, you know, how do you go from being whatever you were and doing whatever you were doing prior to this, you know, to figuring out that, you know, this is your thing. So, you know, as we talked about in the beginning, obviously, you know, you're running Corey Jones Productions, you're putting together this video for folks, doing a lot of production, helping with social media, those types of things. But to rewind a ways, um, you know, where did you grow up and, and what has your kind of like, if you call it professional progression been like you know what were you doing for work and, and what kind of got you pointed in this direction yeah so i grew up i mean super small town nebraska i grew up in hawken nebraska which is about 200 people um and i i was always into art growing up i was always drawing always painting always creating something i had to be all the time i you know i was the kid that would get in trouble in school week or with his teachers because the homework wasn't complete, but there's sketches all the way around the outside of the page. You know what I mean? You're one of so those guys, huh? I'm one of those guys, and unfortunately, I was one of those guys pretty much into high school. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's all right. But I uh, was always just creating stuff, and I, I always like liked watching videos. I was super into um, Slednecks movies, which is just – it's a group of backcountry snowmobilers 
doing cool stuff. And I was always obsessed with the videos growing up because I always had edited cool music. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to be one of those guys. You know, fast forward from that, it just kind of ended up being that it's not so much I want to be one of those guys as I want to be the guy creating it, you know. Um, But yeah, so when I got into, um, I was working in my early 20s as a truck driver for the county roads department and uh, was doing that. And I was kind of like, well, why? I don't like working for anybody. I don't do well working for anybody. And I was like, why am I doing this for somebody else? So I ended up buying my own truck, got into uh, owning hard rock trucking, which was my own trucking business. And uh, it was kind of one of those things where it's like I wanted to be my own boss and do my own thing and pick my own path. It's just that I didn't pick one that was I was particularly passionate about. So it didn't really work out that well. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, I was doing it. And in that time that I was doing the trucking company, I had a GoPro, not much newer than this one sitting here. And uh, I ended up taking a trip down to Puerto Rico. And I always wanted to use the GoPro. I never did anything with it. It just sat around. Went to Puerto Rico and I was like, you know what? Screw it. This time I'm going to take the camera. I'm going to turn it on and I'm not shutting it off until I leave. So I did, and we did a lot of really cool stuff, hiking to like hidden waterfalls, surfing, doing all the stuff. And I came back and I got Premiere Pro on my laptop, which is an editing software. Basically taught myself how to use it, spent two weeks editing the video. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. (laughs) I was teaching myself and going to YouTube and like, how do I cut a clip? Like I didn't even know like how to do anything. How do you get it from there to there? Yeah, Yeah, so it it was a whole process and I just became like obsessed with it. Like I would be obsessed with like a sketch or a painting or whatever. I got into that like that. And uh which is kind of funny now because if I was to edit that same video the same way, I could do it probably in an hour and a half. Oh, say so you could get really? the majority. Yeah, like, and you it, could get the heavy lifting done like fifteen. Minutes, oh yeah, you know. Yep. So I did. Uh, so it took me about two weeks, and I honestly I wasn't even gonna like share it on social media or anything like that. And but I showed my friends that I went to Puerto Rico with, and they're like, "No, like you, you have to show this. This is awesome." So I posted it, and then it was just a storm of people coming after me. Would you do a wedding? Would you do a music video? Would you do this, that? So how I got into it, I really like, I wish I had a really super cool story, but I just kind of fell ass backwards into it. So (laughs) it was, but uh, yeah. And then from there, I just, it was like the yes part of my brain was just falling down the stairs because I, I wouldn't say no to anything, even though, you know, I really didn't know how to do it. Yeah. You know, uh, something you touched on, you got into your own trucking business because it was something you were comfortable with, something you knew, but it just didn't, it didn't grab your attention. So you weren't no. real happy with it. You didn't, probably didn't put as much attention and drive towards it as you, if you're going to start a business like that, that you really need to do. And then, like you said, you went on that trip, you had a GoPro on it, you had your mind made up that you want to take video. You did it. And it looks like you kind of stumbled into a a hidden talent, and it also coincides with your passion. So uh, probably you get those two things together, and then crazy things can happen if you follow through with it, if you do this. And, I mean, that's where you're at right now with Corey Jones Productions. You're booked out till you know, God knows when, Mm -hmm. and you're doing all these cool things, collaborating with Ben at Farm Focus and everywhere else. So uh, I think that's a good lesson. Like, it's not going to be handed to you. It's okay to chase your dreams. And get yeah. after it, but you, you do. You have to get after it. It's not, it's not just this abstract thing. You the the back end of it. Those yeah. nights where you were working on Premiere Pro, figuring it out, going back to YouTube. There were times I wanted to break my laptop over my knee and just throw it out the window. Yeah. like I would get so freaking mad. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it would be over just the littlest oh. stuff too. It's like you go to YouTube and you try and figure out what this little problem is, and it was like you just click oh. the wrong button. You know, but why can't I make the letters blue? Why are they white? You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, as far as like starting a business goes and everything, I think that's kind of where, you know, I screwed up with starting the trucking thing is that it wasn't something that I was passionate about. So I didn't really I didn't care. I wouldn't call it a screw up, though. I wasn't. That's not where I was going with it. You know, that's that's an experience that I think a lot of guys, people, they're scared of doing just pulling the trigger and doing your own thing. 
and, and you found out through that experience that this isn't where I want to be. And yeah. you didn't even know that this was coming, but it, it came. You yeah, know you what probably I mean? wouldn't be where you are today no, without probably that, not. right? Yeah, no, I absolutely, I 100% agree yeah. because I drove myself nuts doing it. And, you know, it's it's if I were to give any advice from it to anybody that wants to start a business is that make sure that you're at least somewhat passionate about it because mm-hmm. if you're not passionate about it and you're not passionate about the grind, yeah. you're not going to grind. Right. You know what I mean? Like I did it because it was it got me out of a nine-to-five working for somebody else, but then it ended up not being a nine-to-five. It was a six-to-eight, and I was yeah. miserable. And yeah. it's like somebody told me when I first started was driving the truck's the easy part. Yeah. Everything yep. else on the back yep. end is what sucks. So it's right. like the paperwork. I didn't like paperwork in high school. I sure as hell don't like it doing something <laughs> I that yeah. I don't like. Yep. Yep. And then on top of that, you know, it's it takes it requires a lot of working on it, you know, mm-hmm. mechanic wise. And I'm not a mechanic, so I didn't and I didn't want to work on it. So yeah. I think it was bad in the sense that like I, you know, I, I was miserable doing it, but it was really good in the end because it pushed me like this isn't working. I need to get back to things that I really like doing. Now, how long did you do that, or how long um, did you have that company? I bought my first truck when I was twenty-three, so I think about almost four years. Okay, so that's a long time to. Yeah. 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 So, and uh, yeah, towards the end of owning that company. Um, I wasn't, I really wasn't even trucking for the majority of the year because, um, kind of another thing that really helped push me into going and doing what I really wanted to do was my mom got sick with cancer. And so I ended Mm -hmm. up taking the whole year off from trucking. Like I didn't, if I was, I was almost facing bankruptcy because I didn't have any money to pay for my truck and all the stuff. And it was just sitting because I was basically playing hospice Mm -hmm. with no training. You know what I mean? So, um, doing that and then ended up losing her in the fall of 2020. And that's, and it just so happened that around that time I was getting busy enough with my production company that I was like, well, I got to choose one. It's either spend all my time with this miserable trucking company that I can't stand (laughs) or it's go all in on the video. Yeah. Cause I can't have both at the same time with as busy as I am. It's gotta be one or the other. Yeah. So after she died in August, I stuck it out hauling grain for the rest of 2020. And then come January, I said, screw it. Took the production business full time, sold my truck. Right on. And I actually, I packed up my car and I drove down to Florida and uh, I spent the whole, I took some time off, spent the whole month of January uh, learning to skydive in Florida. So, all right, there's some good video. There's yeah. some good video. Yeah. So I don't have any video from that, unfortunately, because uh-huh. when you're a student, they actually won't let you wear GoPros or anything like that until you get to like 200 jumps. So, okay. Oh. Yeah. So then did that, came back and went balls to the wall with this, and it just worked out. And you that uh, inability to say no to people just kind of worked for me because I just went for it, tried it, things worked out, and you you mentioned. You know, going through the loss of your your mother there, and how you took time off to take care of it, I gotta feel like that really changed your perspective on a lot of things. Like, it did. why am I wasting not wasting my time, but man, I'm doing this thing that I don't really care for, and I'm no, I don't know if I'm that good at. It. I hate paperwork, you know. Like, mm-hmm. if nothing else, it gave you a lot of time to step back and think, like, what do I want to do with right. my time? It did for sure. My mom wasn't the kind of person that was just like, you know get a safe job and settle down. And she was always the biggest supporter of me when I was doing art growing up. She just always kept me going, kept pushing me, kept pushing me when I would get pissed off and I wouldn't want to do it anymore. And I'd throw the paper, she'd pick it up, put it back in front of me and make me keep going. And so I just kind of took that mentality after she died with me and just ran with it, said, screw it. Because, you know, I could end up from the time that she was diagnosed to the time she died was a year and a half. You know, it's just, it's that quick sometimes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. um, I'm like, well, I can sit here and be miserable doing shit that I don't like for the rest of my life, or I can just take a chance on this thing and keep going. Yeah. And that's what I did. And so far it's working out pretty good. I mean, I grew up, you know, like I said, I was in rabbit ears here a month ago, 
getting paid to snowmobile in the backcountry. Like that stuff I was doing growing up. So, so fun. And yeah. There's yeah. not this linear line that I feel we all fall into. Like you're either in the corporate world or you're an entrepreneur. You can kind of do both. And let's say you try the entrepreneur thing, like, okay, I don't like all this back end stuff. I hate editing video. You can go back, you know, to the corporate world or whatever. Like that grain still needs someone to haul it. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's gonna be available for you. Yeah. So like Take your shot. I mean, if I could tell anyone one thing is take your shot. If it doesn't work, at least at least you did it. At least you can say you did it. And yeah. yep. that story about your mom, I mean, no offense to you, Ben, but Morgan, moms are the best. Like, <laughs> I, they're yeah, the I best. I hope my kids say that too. Um, <laughs> don't want to speak for them, but I will on this one. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I took my shot and working hard i it, it helps that you know kind of going back to the you got to be passionate about the grind otherwise you're not going to grind i every single aspect of doing this business i love i love the shooting i love dealing with people i love going yeah. to wherever doing whatever i love the editing a lot of people don't like the editing part i like the editing cuz i feel like that's when i can have the most fun and i can start oh man really being creative and make stuff that you know wasn't really captured some of it's fun, but for, you know, people on the, the podcast, I'm raising my hand. I hate editing. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I mean, it's, it's so tedious. And you got to spend two hours on two seconds. You know, on, the, on yeah. the, I mean, there's a lot of times where that's what it takes to get what you want, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be partnered up with a guy who also loves editing. And, man, you can see it. You can see it mm-hmm. that, that, that he loves to edit. You know? Yeah, so I'll, uh, it makes a huge difference. I like it. I I mean, it can get annoying, and I mean, there is that, there is that part when you get all your clips in the timeline, and it's it's forty five minutes of clips, and you got to make a minute and have video. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, God, how do you even yeah. pick? I mean, I can't yeah. even. <laughs> but I mean, I I like it, and I, I like learning new effects. That's why I've kind of started using After Effects. Oh yeah, yeah, and try and get real crazy with stuff especially when i'm doing like the um the after movies for like dj sets and concerts mm-hmm. and stuff because you can get really creative right there. you can really tweak the colors and the speed mm-hmm. like it can be a lot of fun and that's what they're looking for is that oh, innovation you know what i mean yep yep so but yeah a just constant grind keep going and i uh does help you know networking's a big part of it too because it really helps on who you know I fortunately knew a lot of people that got me into really cool gigs. And that's why, you know, within five months of taking it full time, I was asked to come do a handful of nights at the Cultural Series concert series. Sweet. You know, on stage in front of thousands of people, multiple nights filming. It was a lot of fun. So, Ben, it's all about knowing the right people. Now that we know Corey, do we too know a lot of people? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be doing all kinds of cool stuff for us. (laughs) Uh, so to kind of go back a little bit on that point of, you know, you went out on your own, you, you started the trucking business, you were tired of doing what you were doing. Um, what, like, what do you think it is? It doesn't sound like when you're telling the story that you, like you were really scared. You were just like, this is what I'm going to do. Like you had just kind of made that decision. What do you think it is that gets people to, to pull that trigger to, uh, to make that, you know, to take that leap? I don't know. See, I've had a lot of people ask me that question before about how, like, I just dove in, not scared of anything. And I kind of look back. I don't ever think about it until people bring it up. And I'm like, geez, I did just kind of. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's just, for me, it was a lot of just believing in myself. Like, I always believed in myself with everything that I did, almost a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, sure. with the the video deal, I, uh, I mean, I was, people would be like, can you shoot uh, a music video or, you know, uh, just in all different types of stuff that yeah. I've never done before? I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I've done that. And you go home and you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. So it's, so it's like, oh, there's a YouTube video on how to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, crap. Now I have to learn how to shoot a music yeah. video. But yeah. it, I just I knew I could do it. And it's I, I don't know. Something about going towards. Things that scare you always turn out pretty well i i don't like the it did like it did scare me i did have a little bit of a fear factor with starting both businesses as anybody would but like i mean that's kind of that's kind of north on the compass if it's something scares you it's probably worth it so 
And uh, I've just kind of lived by that for the last handful of years with these businesses. And it just, every time it's just worked out. So that's a, yeah, I mean, that's a great way to put it. If it, if it scares you, it's probably worth it. Yeah. I don't know. Sense. I mean, I've heard that, but I don't know if I've, I don't know. That's Oh, come that, on. You're a risk taker. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm thinking as you're speaking is, was there that, I think a lot of people have that, oh, that mindset of, ooh, money, right? Like, am I going to make it? I don't want to leave the security of something else to drop this, to go all into this. I mean, yeah. um, did that ever cross your mind? Not really. Yes, but I'm not like, not really a person that's like super like concerned about money. Okay. I really don't care about but it is very it, much. You knew you had your family support. God forbid if you had to go live with yeah, somebody. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you I, have I know. the backing of. Yeah, I, I a little bit. I knew things would probably be okay. Okay, you know, yeah. it, it's it's not like I have a trust fund or something like that that I can right. fall back on. Nothing <laughs> right. like trust me. Nothing like that, but. Um, and the money thing's kind of funny. It's that, uh, you know, the main reason basically that I got into the trucking was because one, I just wanted to be my own boss. Two, I, you know, it, it can be good money, but it was so funny that like in doing that and chasing the money, I never found it. Once I got into the video and I'm doing everything purely out of passion. Right. The money just yeah. kind of followed me. It just kind of came along and now I don't have... I mean, I've got expensive cameras and whatnot, but I don't have the overhead that I had of trucking and I'm making more money than I made trucking. Right. And I don't, and I like to think that's because I don't concentrate on the money part of it. Right. It just kind of, it came along and, you know, I, I don't, when I get asked to do projects, if it only benefits me financially, I'm not into it. I don't want to do it. If it doesn't, you know, I'm going to say yes if it, you know, opens more doors for me, you know, like with CWS, I did that, the concert series, ended up doing that, that opened the door to later in the summer, I ended up filming a show for, um, oh, Living Living Color, Everclear, and Hoobastank, and like Hoobastank was a rock band that I grew up listening to. Yeah, me too. So, being, so being, being on stage with them and being asked to be there. It's huge. It's huge. So, um, and then the money just kind of follows with it. Yeah. Videography is not cheap. You know. No, it's, it's not. It's not at all. Um, but good videography. But go, yeah, yeah, good yeah, videography yeah. for sure. It's definitely, I have definitely found out that it is a industry where people expect quite a bit for not very much. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're spot on with that. <laughs> if I could count the number of times that somebody's asked me to come do like a two-day event and they thought it was going to be like 350 bucks, oh my God. Right. It's like insulting. Right. You, uh... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, do you really think my two days of my time is only worth 350 right. bucks? And it's not two days because if you're editing, right. if you're shooting two days, you're probably editing two days as well. Yeah, but I, it's just ignorant speaking is what was what that is. They, yeah. they just see you Don't with know. the camera and they think, oh, he just took some pictures. Now he's just going to uh, email them to us or whatever mm-hmm. he does. Yeah, they don't yeah. understand the back end of that. And it's just, it's like me with the trucking industry, like, Man, I get it that there's a lot of work involved, but like I wouldn't think about all the paperwork, the maintenance to the trucks, the contracts. Like you gotta mm. you gotta get them contracts sewed up. Yeah. You know, so like no matter what there is, you said there's good money in there. I feel like there's good money in everything if you wanna dive in and, and make it happen. You you know, like you and that's just one of those sayings. Well, there's good money in that. Well, yeah, there's good money in everything if you do it right, if you care about it, if you're gonna give it that what it, the attention it needs. Yeah, you gotta. You definitely have to give it the attention it needs. And the trucking deal, I was not giving it the attention it needs. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like ignoring that it was even happening. And uh, um, man, why can't those rocks just get themselves? No, I know it's terrible. <laughs> but uh, so, is your company just you? Just me. I do you so, ha- help have others help you, or how's that looking and projected coming down the road as you're getting busier? So my whole thing was is I really wanted to always be by myself. That was the idea in the beginning. Like, I'm just going to do, you know, it's going to be me, nobody else. 
And it didn't take long for that to change because like, so at CWS, I actually hired a couple different guys to follow me around with cameras and do behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. And I really, really enjoyed doing that. I thought that was really fun. Um, and especially with the vlog series, I would like to be able to probably sometime this year hire somebody to come do like almost full time, probably, I mean, help me with like the regular like clients right. and stuff like that as they build, but also like follow me around for my vlogs and do behind the scenes stuff because really like every time that I've gotten a bunch of business off of videos, it's been my own personal ones. Yeah. You know, and then especially so you when should you should do that. That's right. Huge. So yeah. especially when you do like the vlogs and stuff, people watch that. They're like, they connect with you. And then they're like, well, I want to hire that guy. He's yeah. pretty cool. You know, yeah. he's Heck doing yeah. cool stuff. So having people follow me around at like the concerts and right. all that stuff and interacting with the crowds, it's just, it's fun. So I would like to hire somebody to do that. The problem is, is that when you get somebody, I almost want to train somebody young so they, I can train them to do my style. Because once you get somebody that's established... Right. They already have their style, and that's yeah. it. And it's probably not going to be the same as yours. So that's I could see that being a little bit of a headache. But oh, okay, yeah, because you're videoing the videographer, and you want a certain way. Yeah, and they're doing it different I, way, right? Because I would like their style clips to look like my style clips, so they just kind of mesh together. But gotcha. I think that's, that that's kind of the age old issue with with growth. True. <clears throat> and it's like that with I mean, even with our business, and and that was one of the questions I had written down for you, kind of what your your plans were, and, and Morgan um, touched on it already. But as you, as it grows, like you, you have to make that decision. And and like you said, you know, money isn't your primary driver, so the decision might not necessarily be based on money, but it might be based more on like, you know, you want to have more influence, you want to spread more of what you're doing out there. Yeah. And and then you've got to figure out like how to let go of some of that control, you know what I mean? Right. And I think, you know, and some of the things I was writing down again, as you were talking about, you know, what makes you an entrepreneur, what makes you take that leap? Um, one of the things that, that I had written down was, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you'd call it uh, not necessarily liking authority, but not not liking being told what to do. Yeah. Um, because half the time, the shit you're being told what to do is stupid. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, <laughs> what am I doing? You know? Mm-hmm. So then you get to that point in your business where it's like, okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm, no one's telling me what to do now, um, but now I've got somebody, I need to add somebody that I'm going to have to tell what to do. Yeah. And I want somebody like me that's going to be a go-getter and a driver. And then, so then are they going to think that? Like, I don't want this asshole telling me what to do. Right. You know, yeah. so you, you start <laughs> yeah, getting that's... into that conundrum. <laughs> it like, is a conundrum yeah, for you... sure. Trust me. I thought yeah. about it because it's like, oh yeah, you know, and it, and it, it feels good to say no, doesn't it? Like, someone's yeah. like, hey, I got this really boring video project, and I want you to spend five days and just kind of follow me. And you're like, no. And isn't yeah, it more no. work telling somebody what to do when you can just do it yourself? Is I mean, that it, a thought, it, it, it too? It goes both ways, because we've been down that road. You know, like, I mean, it's all about having good people, obviously. Um, and, and I think when it comes down to it, you know, if you circle back around – there's not a lot of people that are willing to do the kind of things, you know, that you're doing. And there's a lot more people that do want to work for someone, want to have that direction, want to do cool stuff, but, yeah. but you know, need what you, you know, you didn't need. And those are the kind of things you got to think about in expanding and, you know, if you're trying to find more people. Because you, you are going to have to make the decision if you're not already in that position where something – you know, you're at a point where it's we're either gonna just stay like this forever, or we're gonna start taking the next steps, and 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 things are gonna get crazy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I didn't. Ex I mean, it's I I find it kind of funny to already be in that position because I really there's no part of this that I was expecting. It just all just started kind of <laughs> happening, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh Jesus Christ! No, like, no. oh, you know, you've been playing that card a lot, but I gotta, you know, you're like, I had no expectations. I feel like yes, you did. Otherwise, you wouldn't have went for it. Like you had <laughs> yes, right. I mean, to an extent, but I didn't think this stuff was going to happen. And this you fast. And, and this fast. And I, you know, to what Ben was saying too is like it's, it's going to be extra hard for me to find somebody to hire because if I want them to do, um, come do cool behind the scenes stuff for me, you know, not just in my own pro or. Uh, like things that I'm hired to do, 
but my own personal stuff and my own personal stuff could very well like I'm doing my getting my scuba certification next month. And then I want to go back down to Belize and like get back in with the sharks, but be in there with scuba and stuff. I want them right behind me. Yeah. You know, not, <laughs> I want them right next to yeah. me filming me the whole time. And it's like, are you really going to find somebody that wants to do that? Or when I do finally get my, you know, class ABC skydive license, it would be pretty cool if they could jump with me. You <laughs> yeah. know, I, I'm not totally expecting that, but, you know, it, it's it's going to be harder than just finding some schmo to come work for you, you know. And it's not only that aspect of it, but, you know, are they going to be as passionate about what I'm doing right. as I am? Because yeah. I have no problem if I'm in Puerto Rico or Belize or whatever getting up at 4.30 in the morning to be somewhere to get a cool shot at sunrise. You know what I mean? Are they going to want to really do that too? Yeah. And how do you put that on LinkedIn? Yeah. <laughs> there's a YouTube video for that. <laughs> Whatever you want, you gotta, there's a YouTube yeah. video. You touched on something and I don't know uh, how much you realize it, but with the vlog stuff, that's an opportunity for you to share your personality, your personality of your company too. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what it's going to be or what it is, but somebody somewhere is going to see that and be like, I connect with that. Yes. That is that is me. That's what it I like. It may not be somebody you know right, right now. Right. Honestly, yeah. that could, could just, be your hunt. Like, they could just hey, stumble across video, that start videoing mm-hmm. a, a bunch of stuff and yeah. say you need a new very, hire. Yeah, very good point. Hey, I'm I, from Hawking's. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah no that's uh yeah. that's a pretty good point um you know and i i mean that'd be a good way to go about it too is that you know doing it all by myself the channel starts growing people start seeing yeah. it you know you might have somebody reaches out to you and be like you need a videographer oh yeah yes i do yes yeah. you do. <laughs> We're going to go cool places and do cool stuff. So Right. And that's kind of nice, too, about what you do, because it probably gives you a little bit um, bigger audience f- from a standpoint of, you know, what the talent pool is, who you can hire, f- you know, for your mm-hmm. business. Um, you know, being where we're at right now, we're not far from where you grew up. And this is a small area. And there's there's not a lot of people around here. You know, and then there's yeah. not going to be a lot of people that are necessarily going to be interested in doing what you're doing. So if you're trying to find somebody to work for you... You're you're gonna have to be looking more on kind of the regional or national stage, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I know I'm sure there's there's a handful of people in Omaha that would probably like to come on board, but yeah. I mean, I I think if I'm gonna find somebody, it's probably gonna be somewhere else. So it's... and and don't you think that probably part of the reason why you're doing what you're doing, why you've taken the leap, why you're having success you know why you're why you're you're grinding it out is because of where you grew up and kind of how you grew up yeah i mean i would i would say so like i don't hate where i grew up right you know what i mean um but i just i don't know you know it's it's just the same small town thing you know like i grew up town of 200 people my graduating class in high school was 40 people like i i was but i always had this feeling like i need more. I need mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. And I, I just always, always, always had that feeling. And I, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe if I did grow up in a higher population, if I grew up in Omaha, maybe I wouldn't even be remotely interested. Right. In it, you well, know you have I mean? that. Then you have that other perspective that other people don't have. Right. Like you have the perspective of a small town knowing how do you say it? that you wanted something more if you had that big yeah would you think that you wanted something smaller i mean who knows right but right i don't know i think it's kind of cool yeah well i i have a very similar perspective as you. i was yeah, from you're... a small town as well and i think one something that is developed and you don't mean for it to is that you matter. You impact the football team. You know, i played eight man. You impact the basketball team. Like numbers just the numbers aren't there. So uh, a family of four moving into town, like, all right, we're going to be able to field a roster. It, like every – people pay attention to you so much more, and it, it's a community. And, like, I don't know if you get that if you're in a class of 500. Like you can get lost in the shuffle so mm-hmm. much easier. And I'm, and obviously I was in the same kind of mindset. It wasn't that I hated where I was from, and, in fact, I love it, and I would like to move back, right? Like most people want to move back to where they grew up from. But, yeah, you want more. You know, there's jobs are limited there, even if you are doing something like video. You, you know, it, it is. But I think the what I'm getting at here is 
If you're from a small town or a small community, you get this sense and you don't even know it that you matter and what you you are doing is affecting people, your team, what whatever it is, like cuz it's just not there. Like we still have a community movie theater. Mm-hmm. So the ticket takers, everybody's uh volunteers. And if you don't show up to take tickets, that means somebody else, you know that you know in the community is going to have to take time off or drop what they're doing and go take tickets. Friday or Saturday night or at the Sunday matinee. Like, so I, I just feel like you get that sense of I matter. I matter in this world. Yeah. More so in like a town like Nihaka or I'm from Lynch, you know, than you would Lynch. maybe somewhere else. <laughs> I, I agree. And that was one of the things that I want to touch on as well. And what I was kind of getting at with that point is I feel like you see so many more entrepreneurs per capita or whatever the, whatever the number would be coming out of small towns yeah, than you really? do out of big cities. I mean, I don't know. But. I mean, if you, if you think about it, <laughs> I mean, like how many how many sense. people growing up down here, I mean, and you don't have to rattle the number off, but just thinking in the back of your head, how many people you know that you've grown up with or that you're around right now in this area that all own their own business or are an entrepreneur in one way or another? It's a ton of yeah, them. Basically, yeah, yeah, almost all of them. Right. I mean, everybody that I know. I mean, yeah. obviously not everybody, yeah. but the vast majority of them and people that I surround myself with are. And that's, and that's, I mean, that's a good point too, is people starting businesses is you got to surround yourself with like-minded people. Absolutely. Yeah. You absolutely have to. If you're hanging out with a bunch of losers that you, you sleep be all weekend, you're, you're probably going <laughs> to yeah. be the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, doing a business, you, you can't do that anymore. I mean, I, if I could count, I can't count the number of people that, you know, ever since all this has started happening with me that have been like, must be nice or wish I could do that. But it's always funny that it's the same people that say that are the same people that can't get their ass out of bed till noon on a Saturday or Sunday. It's like, well, if you don't. Bro, playing Call of Duty, bro. Playing Call of Duty. Yeah, if no, that, you know what I mean. And gotta do or I'm watching somebody play Call of Duty. Yeah. And I can touch on that because I mean, I even with both businesses in the beginning of them, you know, I still was the guy that was getting drunk as shit on Friday night mm-hmm. and not waking up, all, you know, till halfway in the day on Saturday or Sunday. But it's just, you know, I don't. If you're doing that all the time and you can't let that go, I don't want to hear I wish or must be nice or must be rough. Right. When you can't get your ass out of bed to when the clock says a.m. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. So. I think there's there's a saying out there like you are the sum of the average of the five people you hang out with. Yep. Yep. And the more you think about it, I feel like the more credence that that little slogan or saying has. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. The, yeah. So how does that work with you traveling so much? Do you have a girlfriend? Are you in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't work. Ooh, the no. spicy stuff. I yeah. Like it. I mean, I gotta <laughs> ask. <laughs> like you know, I mean, how do you do that? No, because it's, and it's not that I'm opposed to it. Okay. It's just that like, I don't. I'm not. You're not here enough. I'm not not here enough. And then like I am. A wheels from the time I get up in the morning to the time I go to bed, I'm just wheels churning about like the video production, what I'm doing next, ways to try and improve myself and stuff. So, and I think in order to have a girlfriend, she'd probably have to be on the same wavelength, save wave wavelength, because you know, yeah. I otherwise, what the hell, you know? I'm, and it sounds to me like if I were to guess, I. I I didn't even think about a girlfriend or okay. whatever. I, just I was that, just thinking, how does he do true. that when, you, when he travels? When you said that, I, the first thing that goes in my head is that every, all, the story that you've been telling so far is how focused you are on doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that there'd be a whole lot of time. you know. I, and, yeah, and, 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 and a lot of girls, like, I mean, guys too, but, like, you know, if you can't put that that attention and that, you know, that focus in that you know, yeah, we need some attention. Them. Yeah, then it's you know, it probably <laughs> Me too, work Morgan. Right. Me too. Okay, so it's not just girls. <laughs> I, it's girls and Andy. <laughs> Thanks. There yeah. we go. I yeah. think it's you know that's probably if I had to guess that's probably where your head's at. That that's you kind of where my that head's stuff at. Rolling. Yeah. yeah, that's and, all right. You can say it. Yeah, and I I mean it's going back to it. I didn't expect all this. I, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of I, like I, I didn't expect all this. So now that it's happening, I'm like okay. Full steam ahead. Yes. Let's, let's, yeah, go. let's go. Yeah, it's, so uh, strike while the iron's hot. Yep, absolutely. Let, let me throw this at you. Sure. What, would a, like a dream scenario be 
to find a girl that's willing to be one of your <gasps> camera people. I that, thought that, of that. <laughs> too. No, yeah. yeah. Ben's face is like, oh, no. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that would be great till I have to fire her ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say, some difficult conversations might be yeah. <laughs> That may not be good. You guys break up and then you're going to Brazil or something for a big old shoot. Oh, and she's oh, yeah. got yeah, video yeah. on you. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you'll have a and then you'll have another girlfriend down the road and then there'll be videos of you and your previous girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, right. And then she'll be video. mad at you and are you gonna delete these sixty videos exactly, of you guys yeah. traveling the world? Yeah. Right, yeah. No, I'm not. You look oh, so look, happy in that video. Yeah, it looks like you guys have so much fun. <laughs> Who's yeah. this? Yeah, forget it. Yeah, forget maybe it. a girl's not a good option. <laughs> well, not opposed. Yeah. It would just have to be the right circumstances. Yeah. Because um, I'm not going to give up what I'm doing for anything. This is what I want to do. I know that for a fact. Yeah. So it's... Uh, so yeah. it's finding somebody that will fit in the picture of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. I think so. I like it. Yeah. Cool. Knows what you want. I like to think so. I mean, how old are you? Did, can we say it? Can we ask? Uh, 28. Okay. Yeah. I mean, golly, you're so young. Yeah. Sitting at this table with some old oh, people. Oh, man. Yeah. Jeez. Like 80. <laughs> I know. I feel like and, such a and mom. I think, I think about it. It's like, man, it would be awesome if I would have started doing this at like 22. But I knew myself at 22 and probably wouldn't have been good doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, had a higher ranking at Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just partying a little too hard, and I don't think the two the But two how don't does mix. that work when you talk about partying and then video party, partyers? Can so you I, be drinking while you're doing this, and then when do you, you know when to turn it off? Like I, yeah, for I, had to ex- I had to experiment, okay. for sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it took a while. I remember, so they would come over to us when, at CWS. And, uh, like, ask the DJ and ask me, like, what do you, you know, guys want to drink? And they'd bring over, like, totes. And oh, I was, I was like, um, you know, uh, Justin Bruins, DJ Jab, he's the first night. He's one of my good buddies, and he's okay. how I got into um, doing CWS. He hooked me up with that. And he's like, he's like, oh, I want a bunch of water and a few beers or whatever. I was like, oh, Bud Light. You know, so bring over, got a whole tote of Bud Light oh, for me. <laughs> and I'm not, a, it's, I've never been on stage, especially not at something like that. You know, so I, you know, like drinking Bud Light. I'm not like, it's not like I'm up there shotgunning. Like if I'm running around, I'm really busy. I'm interacting with the crowd, interacting with the DJ, flying drone, doing all that. But I was drinking Bud Light and then I was doing enough running around on stage. And I think that night it was probably, it had to be well over 100 degrees on stage. And Uh so like Bruins is dying, I'm dying (laughs) and I don't even have any water. And like I ended up getting to the point where like I had to take a knee because I was like seeing... Stars. Yeah. I was oh, like, you know what? Shoot. I think I'll take some waters too. Yeah, this isn't working. So, Bud Light's mostly water, though. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. That was my thoughts. <laughs> so hold on, I got to ask you. Uh, I went to a few games, uh, CWS, uh, and in between innings, there was always that drone out in left field. Was that your drone? No, that was not my down? drone. I had. Okay. I actually had nothing to do with the actual purpose of cws oh, which is okay. baseball yeah i was doing the uh the You're concert right. series over at uh uh mattress factory okay so um which was probably the coolest i'd say easily the coolest experience i've had so far doing this is that the first year they use the mattress factory or am i just out of it You're no. out of it because okay. they've been using it for <laughs> for years so and it's wow. it's grown big old. enough that um i mean the crowds are huge, okay. thousands yeah. and thousands of people. So, which was a really unique, you know, experience getting up there. And what was nice was I wasn't doing. I was hired by the DJs to and the artists to do video for them, and uh, which was better because then it became personal between us. So it wasn't necessarily like obviously they're the attraction, but it came. Yeah. became a little less like just them on stage and it kind of became us. Oh. And it was a lot of fun. So like Bruins had like the crowd shout out to me a handful of times and you got a thousand people yelling at you. It's <laughs> it's fun. a lot of fun. And yeah. like looking yeah. out over, you know, I would be like behind the booth with him doing filming and stuff and look out and it's just a sea of people is a lot of fun. And that was I never really had a direction that I wanted to go with the videos. Like I didn't want to be just a wedding videographer or just this or that but after that first night of doing that i was like this is it i want to do this like this is awesome so i ended up doing 
the second night for Ashton Martin out of Kansas City. He's like the top DJ in Kansas City. And then Bruins ended up, I think, I think that's how it went down. Bruins ended up calling me and he's like, hey, club killers are going to be here out of Las Vegas next weekend. They're like an international DJ act. And can you do a video for him? I was like, yeah. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> can. Yeah. That was so, definitely one of those yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What kind of question is that? Right. That's sweet. Yeah. That so, is so cool. A lot of fun. So probably a couple final things. We're getting we're getting pretty close to the end of uh, recording time. Um, I don't know, Andy, if you have anything. But, again, from a business standpoint, what do you think – and we've touched on it a little bit, but anybody that would be that, – that's, like, on that edge, they're thinking about doing their own thing, um, what would be kind of the, the, the most important piece of advice you think you'd give them and knowing what you know so far to help to help make that decision or or to not make that decision? You know what I mean? Um, well, like and we have touched on it where I said that uh, you, you do have to be passionate about it to a point. Otherwise, I don't think you're going to really make it work. You know, if you can't get up early on a Saturday, early on a Sunday and hammer it out because there's always stuff that you can do. And if you're not willing to do it, then it's not the right fit for you. Like I just started doing a thing. Um, I call it 40 minute emails. It's not a 40-minute email, but I like traveling, and I know how to do real estate video. So I'll take 40 minutes every day or every other day, and I'll start Googling resorts and condos and stuff in Central America or wherever and just cold email them, maybe call them whatever and ask them if they need video work. Spend 40 minutes doing that a day. It hasn't worked out so far, but it's just one of those things that, like, that's part of the grind. You know, you throw enough shit at the wall, something's going to stick. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Because, like, people are always like, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I could make it grow. It's like you got to think outside the box like that. Like, I just email a bunch of people every day. And you have to get to that point. You have to get out of your comfort zone. Oh, absolutely. And that's the biggest thing is get out of your comfort zone. If you're in your comfort zone, you're going to lose 100% of the time. It's just not going to work. Every new style of video that I did, I like it was a music video or whatever, I was not in my comfort zone doing that. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just hoping (laughs) that it was going to work out and it always did and I always learned something from it and that's another good point to jobs that I take is not only is it going to open doors but am I going to learn something yeah and you're not going to learn something something unless you're outside your comfort zone yeah and you get you know like you said sending those emails you know trying to make those phone calls trying to grow that business you you don't have that fear of failing you know in terms of it's like I might look stupid. This person might send me an email back and tell me to screw off or, you know, think I'm some dumb idiot from Nebraska or whatever, but I don't care. I got, I got a business to grow. I'm going to go after this and see what we can do. Right. And the thing people need to keep in mind too, is that those people, they actually don't care either. Yeah. You you know, you send them an email, what are they going to do? They're going to say no. You call them, what are they going to do? They're going to say no. And then two minutes later, they're going to forget all about it anyway. So what's their, what's their to lose? You don't have anything to lose. Yeah, for sure. And especially a day and age when you can do email, fire, fire. If you can fire off 50 of them a day. Yeah, it's easy enough, right? It's yep. easy enough. Yep. Be a little creative with yeah. it. Don't just yeah. be like, hey, yeah. hire me. But it's a bunch of spam, yeah. <laughs> you know. So what do you think on, on the flip side of that? What would be like the one thing that you would tell people why you shouldn't start your own business? Is there anything that you can think of? why you shouldn't start your own business yeah what would be the what would be the hardest thing about it what would be the thing that you would that you would tell people that this is something that you need to think about that you're going to run into that's that might be a little bit tough it's not something you're going to run into in your day-to-day nine-to-five it's always always 100 percent way more work than what you're already doing yeah so that was one of the things when i started my trucking business is like i want to work for myself so i can do whatever i want whenever i want Mm -hmm doesn't work like that yeah not at all so if you can't don't do it if you can't be the person that can take a year two years without taking time off because that's what it's going to take in the beginning to grow your shit hey you know i knew that doing trucking i wasn't necessarily doing that but once i found what i really like to do which is what i'm doing now you know it was easy and and you know it is a seven day a week thing and it's always going to be so if you can't, if you have a vision in mind, you can do it. You just, like we said, it's, it's hustle yep. and grind. And if you can't do it, if there's even a little bit of thought in your head, like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. 
You probably can't. Yeah. 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 So you got to have that, that no fear of failing. You know, and like you said, you've said multiple times that willingness to grind because it's, it's, that's what it's going to be multiple yeah. times. Willingness to grind and, it, and, and another thing too, like you just touched on it, uh, willingness to fail because there's going to be parts where you do fail. Yep. It's going to happen. Yeah. I don't need, I don't, I hate that, that it's thought of as a failure, you know, like it's a learning process. Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. man, like. It is. But it is. You screwed up, wanted, right? Yeah, well, I don't even know if you screwed up. Like you're figuring it out. Yeah, and that's true. That's not that, that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing to quote unquote fail. And I, it's just, it's an inherent thing that we all have though. We're afraid yeah. of failure. Me too. Like big time. Yep. And it's a tough thing to get over. And I, I just, I can't wrap my mind, our arms around it to like really get into that, oh, like it, figure that out. Like it why? Abs- why? It absolutely sucks. I mean, I've had several times since I've started doing this, like big, the next big step in the works, the next big collaboration going on. Yeah, and you're, you're second guessing yourself. And, and it just, things happened and maybe I screwed up on quoting a price or maybe I didn't come off right to the people and I lost it. And, mm. you know, I, I mean, I've had stuff where it, we were working for months on starting something. I don't know exactly what I did, but something happened and they dropped me and they went with somebody else. And that's oh. going to happen. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And it's, it, I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. It's going to happen. You're going to lose bids. You're going to lose. But how do you not let that go to your head? Right? Like it's, because it's an easy thing. I just, I don't know. It just always seems like every time that that's happened, something better has happened in place of it. Yeah. That's just being a really optimistic, positive person. I, yeah. Well, like I said earlier, true. believe in myself almost deliriously so and optimistic, probably almost okay. deliriously so a few times. But I mean, it's worked <laughs> out so far and yeah. I think it's going to keep working out. I mean, I have, I have some stuff in the works that I can't announce at this point. Because the people that I'm collaborating with haven't announced what's going on yet. But, yeah. I mean, I got bigger stuff coming in Sounds down the road. And so you're busy for yeah. the rest of the year. Sounds to me yeah. like we just need to get him a tote of Bud Light and a camera. Yeah. Right? No water. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no That's water. Right. No water. Don't All gas. Water. No brakes. <laughs> no, I, I did. I actually, I, I learned that night and I learned after a few, because the DJs always want to party with, with you oh, and stuff. Sure. If I'm going to any of these like clubs in Omaha and stuff and doing you know, filming these DJs, they always want to do shots and the people will always bring us like shots over to the stage and stuff. And I learned early on that's like slowy roll. Yeah. Because I'd be like, yeah. And then I would go home and I'd wake up in the morning and be like, oh my God, I don't, did I get any good footage? You have to go back and look at the I'm like, and then I go back and I'm like looking through the footage and I'm like, right. That's the worst worst thing ever. Like, Normal people, they get drunk and can't remember. And they're like, was, at least yeah. it's over. And unfortunately, but you got it on camera. <laughs> unfortunately, that is me. And one time I woke, so that camera that we're recording with up there, between the body and the lens, that's about five grand. And uh, I did a show one time in Omaha and uh, I woke up the next morning and it was one of those mornings where I was like, oh man, I got to oh, see what, how this footage looks. <laughs> yeah, I opened yeah. up my bag. It's not there. Oh God. What? I was like, no. (laughs) So I I hauled the whole thing. I hauled ass up there. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I called them on the way. I'm like, is there a black Sony camera sitting in the corner somewhere? And they're like, well, I don't know. We'll look and get back to you. I'm like, no, no, bullshit. It's like, I drove up there and there it was. Like, I was like, somebody stole that thing. It's like, it is Mm -hmm. so stolen. And I went up and, uh, Went to the corner where the DJ booth was the night before, and it was there. It was sitting like on the lens, oh. in the corner. I was like, "I'll take this." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh my oh. god!" New, so new business, you got oh, man. all kinds of Shoot. everything you got invested in equipment and oh. stuff, and trying to make it work. And yeah, so I uh, I learned not to drink so much that night. Yeah. So the next time that I did it. I only drank water and that wasn't much fun either because I like to interact with the people yeah. that are in the crowd and stuff. And when yeah. they're hammered and you're sober, it's like, hey, Hi. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, they're a so. little annoying and you're not. It's scary yeah. enough when you just lose your SD card or you miss. Oh, God. You know, uh, I couldn't imagine the whole the whole camera. Lens. Well, the SD card, too, because that's the thing. Like, I have to tell a lot of people, too, that think I'm going to basically do a bunch of stuff for nothing. The SD cards alone that I use for that camera are almost 500 bucks. Yeah. A really? piece. 
So it's like, I have to invest 500 bucks just to get the footage. Yeah, yeah just to collect it. Let right. alone yeah. do the whole thing. So, But they want you for two days for 300 Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll sign up for that. Yeah, right? Sounds uh, like a hell of a deal. So speaking of drinking, oh. uh, I don't know if the cameras can camera should be able to see this. So we so. got this cool podcast table that my buddy built. Um, and we've got a couple of folks that we worked with. So um, Chard Chisel are the guys that made this flag. They did a great job on this thing. It's pretty sweet. You can see it up there. Oh, yeah. It's got a little hidden compartment in here. Lucky what do there. we have here? Coming from Cooper's Chase. Andy, you can probably tell us a little oh, bit yeah. about Cooper's Chase, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, just talking small town. This is out of West Side, Nebraska. West Point. West Point. West Point. Yep. West, West Point. Yep. <laughs> yeah, West Side's a place, too. Yeah, it is. I was like, wait, I don't remember but, him saying that. But what's really cool is they actually take local grain, you know, to nice. distill this. So that's pretty yeah, sweet. I'm you a know, vodka guy myself, there. so. That's well, a good vodka. We like, had uh, Doug, who's the the owner of the, dis- the main distiller, I yeah. assume. He's been on a couple episodes. He's a great dude. So he provided us with a little bit of drinks for our guests, and then uh, – we got these cool cups from uh, this other company in Nebraska called Handle Bend. So they make all this stuff out of uh, copper, handmade, stamped. Show the camera. They make. Uh, oh, there's a they camera make all kinds of things. Oh. Yeah. Um, shot glasses, straws, these cups. So these boys uh, and we'll, and we'll, you could bludgeon somebody to death with this thing. It's yeah, heavy. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a beast. Um, and the big mugs, like they're really heavy. Get a workout. Yeah. 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 We'll get, we'll get you a set because one of the things we got set up with these guys is that all of our podcast guests are getting a pair of these. So these nice. are just kind of like they're little whiskey sippers. Yep, they're on their way. Oh, and yeah. obviously they uh, they private label them. So those boys, handleben.com is pretty cool. So what we like to do is have ourselves a little drink. Hell yeah. That's right. I'm all in on that. You better chug that beer, Andy. I got that I, cup. I, mine's gone. Oh, okay. I, I chugged it. It was all like right. I was working at a at a party. Do you like- I'll uh, take uh, <laughs> any cup. You bourbon or vodka guy? I'm a vodka the... guy. I don't okay. do. Yeah. I just don't do. The Last time I passed up both. I'm gonna try Pass the bourbon. Up both. Yeah. Because I was. I can do big, the vodka. I'm not a big. You're not a big hard. I'm not a big hard liquor. I, I know. White I wasn't uh, very old the first time I threw up on uh, whiskey and it just bourbon everything. Stuck it with ruined you. it for yeah. me. <laughs> Got it. I can't do it. I'm not gonna do that again. Okay. It is good stuff. I mean, we. I mean, we have. You know, bourbons here and there. I'm primarily a beer guy, but... Uh, but you like bourbon. I do like bourbon. I think they do a great job. You always say that every time we drink it. You re- I it's think good. you really love it. It's good. And, yeah. and Doug's a brilliant guy, too. You mentioned Doug Trainer, founder. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Does a hell of a job. Okay. Yep. So right. here's a cheers to uh, to small business yeah. and the future. Good luck to you, brother. Smooth. That's not bad. Not oh. bad at all. That's not that bad at all. Like, yeah, I was so ready to go like drinking. this, but it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to close it to close it out, um, where can folks find you? What like if you wanted folks to kind of learn about your business and and uh, follow what you're doing? Yeah. Uh, so Instagram and YouTube is basically where I do everything. It's kind of funny with that because I. Uh, I don't really like I do all this stuff and then people go to like my Instagram and YouTube and they're like, this guy has no subscribers or followers. How is he doing all this stuff? I kind of started the Instagram and YouTube late in doing this and changed it all up. So um, but both my YouTube and Instagram are Corey Lee Jones and Corey spelled C-O-R-E-Y and Lee is spelled L-E-A. Okay. And then my website is CoreyJonesProductions.com. Awesome. Learn learn a little bit a little bit about your stuff. I know on the website you've got like previews and stuff of things you've done and and see some yep, of that cool I do. stuff like you've talked about today. Yep. So on the website I do um, always there's like a featured weekly video, usually the newest video that I've right. done, um, and there's a newsletter sign up on there to kind of talk about future things that I'm doing and what's going on and what I'm up to and um, yeah, gonna do a lot of learning new things this year. So going to do the scuba diving, get back into the skydiving, um, just all kinds of different stuff. I'm going to try and film it all along the way. So can Sweet. pretty much follow along. Adrenaline junkie. Like to do a little bit scary stuff. <laughs> I did did the uh, did the swimming with snorkeling with sharks in Belize. I'd like to go back and you can do scuba with uh, with the sharks and whale sharks and stuff. So nice. hopefully get that done. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun! I would yeah, love it would. that. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. 
Well, it's good talking with you, man. Appreciate you coming out. We're looking forward to doing some work with you, you know, with our businesses as well. Yeah. Um, maybe with the podcast, you know, video and the podcast is kind of cool. For sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's all I got. You guys got anything? I know. We we went no. over a lot of things there. It got kind of deep there for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, that was good. For yeah. sure. No, that's a lot of fun. It's the first podcast. I'd like to do more of them. It's pretty yeah, cool. Man. Yeah. yeah, we'll have you out again. I so. mean, look at the... The walls. You I do, I will like say, that, I will right? say that deal. like I I wasn't expecting you <laughs> to half ass it, but you went yeah. a little more full ass than I thought you were going to. I was like, I wonder if Ben's just gonna have it like at his kitchen table or something. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? I but mean, then I came in here. I was like, damn, he's got soundboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. like, God, Ben's we a can't full have ass it. kind of guy. Yeah, right. Ben is a full ass kind <laughs> yeah, of dude. Yeah, he's definitely not a half ass. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't have that. All cool. right, all right, guys. We appreciate it. Yep. Thank you for having me. Yep. Peace.